0: Well, we were expecting Balam on Friday, if not quite how it actually played out, but we were treated to a little bit of them on Thursday too, as part of the build-up to next week. Their Thursday scene is cute as heck, though, obviously the calm before the storm, the fluff before the angst. They're sitting in the flat, and Callum shows Ben the flyer for the Icons party at the Prince Albert next Monday, does the Prince Albert have a Facebook page? I'm off to check, I love Callum's enthusiasm, And it never wavers, even being faced with Ben, who's pretending he's not interested. Their conversations always start like this, though, and before Ben knows it, he's agreed to do something he previously said he would rather die than do, and that, friends, is the power of his husband Callum Highway. And we see it play out here Callum trying to convince Ben that it would be a laugh to go dressed as gay icons. I can't tell whether gay icons is the actual theme, the poster just says icons party, but it is a gay bar. Or if going dressed as gay icons is just Callum's suggestion, because as we know, he jumps at every possible chance to express his pride at being gay and it's adorable. In fact, I'm thinking that maybe this enthusiasm is connected to what's to come, the whole thing about experience and Ben thinking Callum wants to play the field because he never got the chance, and he wants to experience it all. But more about that later. Ben snarks back about the pair of them going dressed as Lady Di and Elton John, which prompts Callum to quote a line from Candle in the Wind. Ben catches onto it and basically rolls his eyes, sarcastically complimenting Callum on the joke, which makes Callum chuckle, not phased at all at Ben's grumpiness. In fact it seems to spur him on, setting his coffee down to inform Ben that he could see him in a pair of wacky glasses. And so can I, actually. He gets Ben's attention properly then, and Ben stands up as if to put up a fight about being Elton John, to which Callum responds by standing up as well, as if to defend himself, asking if Ben would rather be Lady Di. This obviously means that Callum assumed he'd be Lady Di if Ben was being Elton, and personally I think he'd rock Diana's revenge dress. He probably knows it too. Ben then turns suggestive by pointing out how it's turning into some murky role play, which could be fun. And by the beaming smile on Callum's face he doesn't disagree, or maybe just feels vindicated because he's got Ben discussing outfit ideas despite him saying he didn't want to go, it's also funny that Ben mentions roleplay here considering what plays, ha, out on Friday. Vi turns up then, having caught the tail end of their conversation and expressing her wishes for no funny business. Mood killers don't get much more deadly than your nan and Callum awkwardly goes to sit back down with his coffee, as Ben is a bit less subtle with his sarky greeting to Vi as he reaches for his coat. They're both puzzled when Vi tells them to clear out as she wants the place to herself, biting Callum's head off when he asks if she's all right. Their faces are a picture, and Ben beckons Callum away to leave Vi to it. We then hear Patrick's voice asking if Vi's there, and Ben replying that she's all his, but he'd steer clear. Vi's secret, that she gave birth at 51 to a boy with Down syndrome and then gave him up, is one that currently only Patrick knows, with Stuart and Callum both in the dark. Interesting though that the boy would be Callum's age now. Some highway backstory potential there. On to Friday now, and it was a very interesting one because after the spoilers saying Callum felt unsettled by Ben's old hookup, I expected him to. You know. Actually look unsettled. But personally I saw none of that. When Vi learns that Kathy has nipped out, leaving the cafe counter unmanned, she complains to the next customer who comes in, who happens to be the infamous tool belt man. He doesn't even get a line, just exchanges a knowing look with Ben before running out again. Callum and Vi both catch the look, and Vi, of course, is straight in there to ask if he knows the man. Ben admits he does, from a while back, and they all seem to know what that means, with Vi exclaiming that Ben was punching back Ben. A comment which manages to offend both Ben and Callum, and they both sarcastically thank her for her input. Vi stands by it though, thirsting after Bob the Builder. Callum is amused more than anything as he shares a look with Ben, who looks slightly more horrified. After Vi leaves, declaring Kathy has lost a valuable customer, has she, though? I'm sure Vi will be back in there the next day, it's the only cafe on the square. There's a little silence as Callum prepares to touch on the subject of Toolbelt Man. But it's less about being unsettled and more about being curious, really. He says to Ben that he didn't think he went for muscles, even though he saw a muscly man with no head on Ben's hookup app in E20 the day they hooked up in the park, and Ben responds with taste the rainbow dash which actually seems to make Callum feel a bit wistful that he didn't get to do the same. Ben's made it sound like part of the experience of being a young gay man, and as we know, Callum is all for experiencing as much of that as he possibly can. Not that I think he wants anyone other than Ben, he tried that and failed, but I guess it gets him wondering about what could have been before he met Ben, if he'd come out sooner. I'm sure you'll remember that Ben made a comment just before Callum came out about Callum sowing his oats, something he said to try and push Callum away, but Callum wasn't interested in that. However, maybe that is an underlying fear of Ben's that risks coming to the surface, and E decided they'd address that for this story. Ben tells Callum he thinks it's great that he's the only one Callum's been with, and jokes that he's sorry he made an honest man out of him. Callum suggests Ben make it up to him later by telling him about Mr. Muscle and suggest they do a reconstruction of Ben's glory days. Not a single trace of jealousy regarding Toolbelt Man, in fact if anything, he seems jealous of Ben. And you can see the setup for Ben's insecurity regarding being Callum's only experience with men and worrying that Callum wants something else. At the moment I can't see any sign of insecurity on Callum's part though, not even an uncomfortable look. He's just a horny bastard wanting to roleplay, presumably as Ben engaging in a random hookup. Ben runs into Jay as he returns to the cafe later, and Jay scolds him for being harsh on Liam, who he's just ordered to get back to work on Carmo's. They have a bit of small talk about Honey and Janet returning from their trip to America, and then Ben asks if Jay has time for a coffee. Jay implies that he does not, Thanks to jet lag, Janet, who I presume is not keen on waiting for her breakfast, but asks Ben what's up, because he can just tell that Ben wants to speak to him about something. Despite pretending nothing is wrong, it turns out he's actually stressing because Callum wants to reenact a hookup that he can barely remember and worries that Callum will freak out that Ben can't remember the hookup. And even in this scene, he corrects Jay's assumption that bumping into an old hookup when he was with Callum was awkward, clearly, Callum wasn't meant to be uncomfortable in that scene at all. In fact, it's Ben who's left unsettled. I love Jay's reaction to Ben telling him about Callum wanting to do a live-action replay, he's heard way more about Ben's antics than he would prefer to, and for the most part is good at listening and giving advice, but the odd moment where he hears too much is always hilarious. And then he thinks Ben's worried about accurate portrayal and points out that Callum's probably not concerned about the historical accuracy of their roleplay. But it's not about that for Ben. It's the fact that he can't remember because there were many like that. It seems to me that he's worried Callum doesn't grasp how frequent and anonymous his hookups were, especially as Ben is his first and only. Maybe the fact he's expecting Ben to tell him all about Mr. Muscle is an indicator for Ben that Callum thinks he got to know his hookups more than he actually did. Jay advises he should just tell him because the past is in the past, but Ben's worried that he'll freak out. And to that Jay just suggests that they just deal with it together because it's better Ben tells him than some random in the Albert. Which, of course, serves as a setup for next week, stay tuned for the week ahead. It's interesting because I think at the moment this is Ben concerned for Callum, worried that he might be insecure about Ben's hookups, before the tables turn and Ben is the one feeling insecure about Callum's lack thereof. I feel there might be a misinterpretation of Callum's words about playing the field, with Ben thinking Callum wants that now, rather than Callum just expressing regret that he didn't get to do that before meeting Ben because he was in the closet. We'll see how it plays out. Another little surprise scene on Friday with Callum and Vi in the flat, Callum suffering through a horror film as Vi complains that it's not scary enough and mocks Callum for his uneasiness, with a homophobic slur, no less, Callum retorts that he only put it on to cheer her up and asks her again what's wrong. This marks the third time that Callum's picked up on something wrong with Vi, which has me convinced that it means he'll be involved in this story in the near future. Vi mentioned not telling Stuart her secret due to his history of being in care, but then you've got the Callum angle where he grew up with little memory of his mum. so how would he feel knowing Vi left her son with no memories of her as well? He's saved by the doorbell, not unnoticed by Vi, though I think she was saved by it too, and lets Patrick in despite Vi's protests. Callum then tactfully declares he's out to get them some snacks, leaving them to talk. A short conversation, really, that basically boiled down to Patrick letting Vi know that it's not too late to change her mind, I mean, it's been 30 years so I'm not too sure about that, but what do I know? Of course, in soapland, it's remarkably easy to return offspring to their biological parent no matter how old they are. I'm sure Vi will get a lead on him very quickly. So there you go, roll on next week.